Hey, yo, Josh, let me get a little bit of reverb. Yeah. J. Will. Yeah, I'm about that lifestyle. I talk green work, repping it all over. It's right on the T-shirt. Fan for a lifetime. Yeah, that's a long pass. Figure I would show some love right on the podcast. Turn this up loud and make sure you don't do nothing else. Cause if you're listening to us, then you're improving your health. My name is Jay Will. Welcome to the show, yeah. Wrestle, flow, 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 yeah. We don't know what we're going to talk about. Oh boy. I think that is when, and this is, we've said this before, this is when we shine. This is when we thrive. We just, we, we, we just throw shit into the mix and we, we carve out an hour of just ridiculous shit. <laughs> yep. Um, so I just got done watching NXT. It was a good little show. I've seen some things from Dynamite. Apparently that was a good show as well. Um, I'm not going to lie, Kevin, to start things off with a bit of a sour note. I've fallen off the AEW page again. I, I don't know yeah, why. Didn't take long. <laughs> I was like watching it for a good solid month and I was like, this is good. And then my like, because I get AEW plus obviously to watch it on fight and that ran out and I like didn't have the money like in my account to like pay for it. And then I was like, oh, I'll get back around to that. And I just haven't. Well, yeah, I mean, it sucks that like it sucks having to to pay to watch this stuff, you know, especially when. Over here stateside, we just watch weekly television for free. Well, not for free, but like, I don't pay my cable bill. No. Um, so, yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll, I'm sure I'll go back into it, but I've been like, you know, tiptoeing around. i seen they made some kind of... Queen was tagging me in so much stuff about this thing with Jericho and um, the Inner Circle making some form of a TikTok video. So I'm like, oh, well, I watched that. So I'll, I'll check out little bits and pieces. God, that is there. probably, like, I didn't want, that is probably nauseating. Oh, I, I, yeah, I was just like, this is amazing. Um, so, yeah, uh, I, I'll sure I'll check out that. But I just got done watching NXT and all of that kind of stuff. So I guess that's a little bit on my brain, which I'm sure I'll talk about at some point. But well, last week was such a downer of an episode just because of the way, what a week, what a difference a week can make. I mean, I don't yeah, feel. Yeah, it was weird. Like, I mean, I know that we, we recorded after the show last week and I, I just like wrestling, watching wrestling was the furthest thing from my mind last week because of everything, you know, with the layoffs and everything sort of going on. It felt like almost like, on one hand, it's like the show goes on, and the best thing you could do is support the wrestlers that are there. But it almost feels like it like leaves like a sour aftertaste in your mouth to just to watch some of these to watch some of these performers, you know, knowing that their colleagues have been effectively left out in the cold. No, I agree. Um, it was I was watching NXT with a very different like like a very different mindset last week. I was like watching it, but not really paying attention because I was like, ooh. Um, I just, you know, it, it is what it is, but I mean, it's been a week now. We've kind of seen some things lay out and how some of these talents are reacting to it. And for the most part, it's been pretty much all good. They're just kind of going about their business and we've seen some rumblings of maybe certain people will get hired back and mentioning of people, uh, mainly Sarah Logan on Raw. She was mentioned a lot and there's a lot of people apparently going to bat for her. I don't know how true that is. Um, Drake Maverick was obviously all over NXT, had a big video package and stuff. So maybe, you know, some of these releases may not, you know, really last too long. Maybe some of them will be hired back. We don't really know. But at the end of the day, no matter what we have our opinions on it or what anyone has their opinions on it, it is a part of the industry. (laughs) So it happens. I understand it sucks, but it does happen. And these people will fall on their feet, I'm sure. Yeah, it's it's just, you know... This this does happen. They do, I mean, they do layoffs of talent like every year around this time. So in that regard, it's not like a surprise that this happened. It was just the scope of it, and of course the the circumstances surrounding everything with 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 the corona with the, the pandemic going on. Uh, it was definitely just like a con like a convergence of a bunch of shitty things, all just sort of happening at the same time. But yeah, you know these these, these things happen and. Uh, yeah, and like you said, you know, obviously right now it's a little tough to 
really forge a path in, in, in wrestling outside of the major companies because there really is nothing going on outside of the major companies in wrestling. But you know, you, but like everything's gonna come back around at some point. You know, like everything's gonna come back, and the industry's gonna gonna crank back up again. The indie scene is gonna start to thrive once again, and these guys the are going to be just super hot commodities um, on the indie scene. And also, you know, with all, with the other major companies out there, yeah. obviously you're gonna look to scoop up some of these guys. These are there's some big names that that they just let go. Yeah, I agree. So I, I I'm pretty. I, I'm let's just say I'm guess I'm content with it all. I'm just like okay, it happened, it sucked, but we what are we meant to do? There's really there's nothing we can literally do about it. We can either sit there and be like, oh, this is the worst. I don't want to participate in anything, and that's fine. Or we can just kind of move on and yeah, you know, yeah, keep going. And to the and to the the credit of all the talent involved here, it seems like everyone that's been released has taken it pretty much in stride. You know, they're setting up the pro wrestling tees account like stores and they're, they're you know they're, they're moving merch and they're obviously a lot of people are going to buy those shirts right now not only just because you know you want to support the the indie talents and you want to support these people but just in you know just as a way of anybody yeah you want to support anybody you can support right now you know not everyone's making money right now but everything's sort of shut down yeah no i agree completely um i'm yeah i have no um argument on that one um but you know like i like i said at the start of the show we're just going to kind of go with whatever and um, try and focus on some cool wrestling stuff that's going on. Um, one thing that we do need to talk about and that we have not talked about to each other, Kevin, is the fact that Money in the Bank is going to be taking place at WWE HQ. Oh, my and God. some people are like, this is going to be the absolute worst thing ever. Some people are loving it. Um, I'm I'm 100% like certain they're going to do this cinematic style, which is fine to me, but I want this to be like a like a C-level karate movie. Like, I just want this. I think it could be like something really, really cool if it's done properly. And if it's not, it's going to be something that I can really laugh at. So I'm looking forward to yeah. it. What about you? It's, oh my God. I'm I'm, I, I kind of, it was hope. I, I was hoping just because, you know, that with the, the, the success they had at WrestleMania with the Firefly Funhouse and with the Boneyard match. Now I would say that that's pretty much like unanimously, acclaimed like i i think i don't think there are like that are that many detractors of those two matches, especially the boneyard match i don't think I, i've seen like a single person say oh, i didn't like the boneyard match but that cinematic style is something that we've we've talked about at length you know it's something that they should be leaning into right now because it's sort of a workaround as to you know you you you, you can keep people safe and sort of separate from one another but you can still sort of maintain this illusion that we're having a wrestling match. So you should, I think they should be going to this well more often, you know, more often than not now, especially, you know, for the foreseeable future while we're still figuring this out. So when I heard this announcement that they were literally going to be climbing to the roof of WWE headquarters, I was like, this is like exactly what they, what I wanted them to do. It is ridiculous. It is absurd. It is, it's, it's, it's just, it's going to be hysterical. Yep. And I agree with you in the fact that they should just make it like, like a like yeah, like literally like a C movie, B movie style, where you know it's just like gags and like and just over the top cartoonish style. It could be so much fun, oh. it, it, and it will be so much fun. I don't know why people would be like, oh, I don't think it's going to be good when they're coming off of those those two terrific matches at WrestleMania, and you know you could. You could say, you know, oh, it wasn't even a match. Like, who cares? You know, it's wrestling. It's all wrestling. And yeah. I think that we are in for a treat mm-hmm. with, with whatever's whatever's going on here. I honestly don't know what's going to happen, but I think it's going to be good. And the irony in climbing the corporate ladder, it's like, oh, my God, if they destroy Vince's office, I'm just going to be so. Well, yeah, I mean, it's like every it's like every Vince statement mm-hmm. ever made, you know, the brass ring comment and all that. Like, You could literally you could literally and it seems as though. Vince is opening him. Yeah, taking the piss. (laughs) It seems as though he's opening himself up to to you know to being made fun of, which is, I mean, I'm not saying that that he's that that hasn't been his thing in the past, considering how ridiculous his on screen character has been. He's clearly okay being the brunt of the joke. Yeah, but uh, it's cool to see them sort of taking these these real life things that Vince has sort of been you know not. Yeah, you know, not known for you know they they rub some people the wrong way and they're turning it into something positive to highlight talent. I, I'm all for it, and I, the 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 group of talent so far that are in the two, you know, it's going to be two six 
person money in the bank ladder. I guess they're still called money in the bank. Technically, they're money in the bank ladder matches. They're just going to be a little different. Um, by the way, just throwing it out there, I have no interest in seeing a ladder match without a crowd. I really don't. Um, sure, they would have been fine, but I don't really want to see. I'm glad they're going with this route just because I don't really want to see it without a crowd. Anyway, yeah, I mean, like a straight up ladder match is is pretty heavily reliant on spots. You know, yeah. there's going to be a lot of crazy spots, and without the crowd there to pop those spots, they lose a little bit of impact for sure. Like obviously, I think you look at the the ladder match from WrestleMania, which was great, but it definitely could have been better in front of eighty thousand. Oh my people. god. Yeah, and I'm, um, you know, it, it is what it is, but I, I'm glad. But the the talent involved in these ladder matches so far on the men's side, you've got Daniel Bryan, Rey Mysterio, Apollo Cruz, which is someone that's like, whoa, okay, cool. Apollo Cruz is finally getting a little bit of love, and um, Alistair Black. So I ain't mad at that that's, at all. We got two more. That's a great. Now. That's a great mix of veteran talent and younger, younger in you know in quotes because i don't think alistair black is actually that young but you know a, a good mix of veteran talents and some of the up-and-comers that we really wanted to see especially apollo crew i think we i think we knew alistair black was going to get his day eventually just given how, how much they've seemed to be behind him apollo cruz is someone who was like floundering and they, he seemed like he was lost in the shuffle and he's so immensely talented and the people love him mm-hmm. so it's cool to see him get this moment and there's a lot of cool things he could do but there's a lot of cool things anybody could do, I guess, because we really don't know what they're going to do. Yeah, we don't we don't really know what's going to go on. There's still two more spots from SmackDown. On the women's side of things, we've got uh, Dana Brooke, who beat Naomi, which a lot of people were like, whoa, Naomi's not going to be in this ladder match. But then um, I'm not mad at that. Dana Brooke is fine. I have no problem with Dana. Then you've got Asuka, who is being the absolute star of these you know, PC. Oh yeah, I've seen a lot of people oh. saying that Oscar is the MVP of the oh. no crowd performance center Raws, and I'd have I'd I'd be hard pressed to argue she's with incredible. that. I mean, she's been a revelation. Oh my god, she's just thrived in this. So we've got Oscar Shayna Baszler, who's been, you know, breaking people's arms. Um, Nia Jax, who's always talked about. Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you've probably seen the everyone's seen the clip from Raw. Yeah, um, it's what taking yeah, two definitely. weeks. Um, oh man, I have you know like mixed feelings about. It. Obviously, I think that you know I, I don't, I can't, I'm not going to defend her in the spot. I think that all she, I, I don't think that was particularly safe on her part. I'm gonna, I'm gonna hold her accountable for that. But at the same time, um, for one, these things happen. Uh, it wasn't like a crazy irresponsible thing. I think it was just a misstep. I think she could. Positioning. I think that's not. Yeah, I think, she, I, think I, think takes, I think if she takes one more step, she's fine. You know, it's not like it wasn't malicious. It wasn't that bad. I don't think it, it could have been a long way. It, it, it scared. Wait, I was watching it live, obviously, and you know, between like the Kyrie scream and then the the impact, I was like, oh, that. Didn't really yeah, I, oh, I, didn't yeah, I, know. I saw I saw the clip and I was like, ooh, that wasn't good. And I was, you know, I was, you know, I, I my first thought was like, no, Naya should have taken an extra step, or you know, there's something that they could have done differently. It didn't, it didn't look safe all around, so I wasn't like crazy about the spot yeah. in general. Yeah. But then, yeah, if people and you know, this is something that happens when this, you know, when we see spots botched like this and the the the, the unsafe you know, accusations start flying around and people are like, why, you know, Naya should apologize. Naya should do, I'm first, I'm, I'm sure Naya apologized backstage. Like I'm sure she she said, Oh, apologized in the ring. Yeah. Picked her up and she would have been like, Oh fuck. Sorry, man. Like, yeah. I don't, I don't know why Naya Jax, this, this heel character would just apologize like on Twitter. That would be the most ridiculous thing. And you're gonna you, you should use these moments for heat. I have no problem with her using it for heat. I, I, you know, I, I wish that maybe it was a she got heat a different way. But you know, you you have to run with these things when they heat's happen. Heat. And what's that? Heat's heat. Like it's it's still heat. Oh yeah, heat, heat is heat. I am a I'm a proponent. I don't, I don't really differentiate between like heel heat and go away heat. I don't think there's such a. I don't really think there's a difference i think if you're getting booed you're doing your job regardless of why they're booing you yeah 
I, I agree so, with that. But the spot was, I mean, listen, we, I, I've said my opinion on Nia Jax. You've said your opinion on Nia Jax many times. She's always going to be someone that's talked about because of those three or four times that she's been in the ring where she's been a little careless. And I'm not going to defend the fact maybe she wasn't. However, um, you know, four or five times out of however many matches this person's had, you know, it's just because it's on live TV and she's under a spotlight. She can't make any mistakes because people will say, you can't wrestle. Get the fuck out of there. You're sh- you, you are unsafe and all of that stuff. Okay. I get it. I understand. But who I, I, I always say this. Who are we to say whether someone can wrestle or not? And at the end of the day, Kyrie Sane did not get hurt. She, she seems to be fine. It was a ring positioning thing. I think sometimes Nia, in my opinion, this is just my opinion. I don't know what I'm talking about because I don't wrestle. I think sometimes Nia doesn't realize her own strength. And sometimes oh, when she's throwing would, a, a 99-pound girl around, a tiny person like Kyrie Sane, I don't think she realizes, like, if I throw her pretty aggressively, she's going to f- go down. Like, I don't think she yeah, realizes. And that's the thing. That's the thing is, like, I don't like in, you know, obviously when you have someone – with Nia's size and strength, she's going to be she's going to be you know throwing people around and sort of tossing them like rag dolls. I I don't think that's I don't like that style. I, I I don't like when they just start like they're just like throwing people around and not like doing like wrestling moves per se. I think it's a little bit more dangerous when you're just sort of casually tossing a person. But like that's you know that's Nia's character and that's how you that's just how they they book these these monsters. Yeah, I I agree with that completely. And, you know, hey, it is what it is. I I still call it like I see it and it was a it was a little careless and stuff like that. Yeah, I agree with everybody there, but I ain't one to say Nia Jack shouldn't wrestle cuz what oh, no, happens? I mean... <laughs> accidents happen. Like Owen Hart was one of the greatest technical wrestlers we've ever seen and he dropped Stone Cold on his yeah, head and broke neck. his neck. It happens. Like... And it happens. You know what I mean? So that's how I see it. I understand what people's argument are. I'm not sitting here going to argue with anybody on it. I'll just be like, that's your opinion. I respect that, but I have pretty much no issue. Oh, yeah. I was, I just thought Kyrie saying won the match, but uh, <laughs> that's you know. I will say Kyrie is everyone's like last week in the money in the bank qualifier. She kind of just got dismantled by Nia this week. She put up way more of a fight. Um, it just made me, that match made me realize, oh man, I understand the Kabuki Warriors are in like a weird gray area where they're not really like full heels, they're not really faces, they're just kind of in-betweens, but man, a baby face Kairi Sane is just so much more natural. Asuka, on the other hand, I like as a heel, um, but a baby face yeah, Kairi Sane... Yeah, I think Asuka plays the role better. Um, I think, and it's, I'm not saying Kairi can't play a heel. Oh, no, no, she can't. But I think... I think that like literally, I, whereas like I want to see Oscar no matter what role she's in. Like yeah. I don't, I, I'll root for her, but I'll also root against her. Uh, I just really want to root for Kyrie. Kyrie saying is arguably like when she's a baby face, the best pure baby face they have. She's so oh, yeah. easy to like. And like heel Nia versus a face uh, Kyrie could be something really cool. Honestly, yeah, you have like the, the you know you have the, the the size difference. That's like that's like wrestling one on one. You know, David versus Goliath almost. Yep, and I'd be down. And you to don't, see you that. don't really get to see that on the women's side that often. No, um, you know, I I would really like to. I'd like to see it. Um, something else I've been enjoying. Um, as of well, I I don't know. It's still in its baby stages here, but of course Charlotte won at WrestleMania the NXT Women's Championship. She's going to be taking on Mia Yim next week on NXT, everybody. So, you know, she wanted to fight Mia first. Um, Charlotte was on NXT, what I just watched, like a 15 minutes ago. Um, and she... I, I'm enjoying the way that Charlotte's being presented. Like, basically, like, you know, the NXT women's division is the hottest division. Everyone talks about it. We, we've talked about it at length. The NXT women's division is one of our favorite parts of wrestling. It's just so great so it's like charlotte said she's just gonna come in and she's gonna run through them all and there's like a there's a big part of me that's just like that's probably what's gonna happen <laughs> yeah it very well could happen um and I, that's gonna be met with some oh my god some detractors for sure uh, i don't know if i would necessarily like that but i mean she's gonna have to she can't just go down and lose her first match in nxt it would make this whole thing sort of pointless 
she has to run through some people. So like Mia Yim is like the perfect person, you know, like just, you know, beat Mia Yim, beat Xylee, oh, beat, you know, even beat someone a little bit higher up on the food, beat Candice LeRae, although Candice LeRae oh, seems she's to a, have a different... Oh, by the way, guys, Candice LeRae cut a killer heel promo. And I was like, oh, I was going to say, Candice, Candice LeRae seems to be like, on a different career trajectory right now. And I think that's super interesting. And, um, also, this is this. You'll you'll agree with me here. Um, Charlotte Flair called uh, Mia Yim one of the worst things you can call someone in wrestling. She called her a good hand. Oh, that's so disrespectful! Oh and my Mia god. And Mia was like, "Bitch." And Charlotte was like, mm, "I'm gonna." She's like, "Next week, I'm gonna make you a star." And then walked off, and I was like, "Oh my well, god." You- <laughs> that those are those are two of the most disrespectful things I've ever heard. And she that's like Charlotte. Hand. I was like, oh, it's so true. <laughs> that's why that, that's what a makes Charlotte so great because those lines come off as so genuine from her because she she carries herself like a star, like a queen. Also, I I just love that like in modern wrestling you could like, you wouldn't you wouldn't call someone a good hand in like the, in the eighties or nineties. Right. I like that we sort of wink, wink, nudge, nudge. We're like, oh yeah, you're good. You're a good hand. You know, Boy, it's like that's if it. I was a wrestler that was you know me him fairly good wrestler isn't like the best certainly is not the worst she's just like she's there if you need someone to put on a good match with someone and get someone to the next stage of their their rivalry with someone else that's me him so it's like i would if i was that i would be very insulted if i was called a good hand i'd be like oh hell no because there's a sense of truth to it isn't there really yeah i mean it's like oh you're a good hand nothing more nothing less you know you don't call you don't call Daniel Bryan a good hand. You call him one of the best. You know, like yep. he, there's so many things about him. You know, medium, good hand. Good hand. You say it with like you say it like with like a you know, just like a shrug. What an absolute backhanded compliment! It's like the yeah. worst thing ever. But yeah, Charlotte called her that. So they're gonna have a nice little match next week. And then of course we've got the impending challenge from Io Shirai, which I mean Io and Charlotte is something everyone talks about often as something they want to see. So. I just am not looking forward to the internet once EO is probably going to lose. Yeah, that's it's you, like, I, like I just said, you cannot have her go down there and lose her first challenge like It'll that. Be fun. I mean, it's going to be a fun match. Oh, but it's going to be a good EO match. Um, you know, some, some moon salting all over the place and you know, just two really good workers. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, Charlotte's going to win. And yeah, people are going to be very mad. I think I, I honestly think in my mind the person that's going to beat Charlotte is Rhea. Okay. I think it's going to go yeah. full circle, and Rhea's not going to be on television for a little while, and then when we get to say like a SummerSlam kind of deal, I think we'll have the rematch. That's how I think I it's going to go. I wouldn't hate that because like I I I didn't really want Rhea to lose in the first place. To, I guess the Sharks, I thought it might hurt her a little bit. But if it's like if it leads to the right redemption arc and she comes back and she gets the belt back, she you know anything that you may perceive as her having lost from to Charlotte, you know if 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 her losing to Charlotte sort of lost some of that mystique for you, she gets it right back. Yeah, it's like I I, I don't know. Um, I this is how I see. I don't know where I seen this on. It might have been on backstage or something. Um, I honestly couldn't t- – yeah, I think it was on, on backstage a few weeks ago. The one after WrestleMania, I believe Christian said it. Honestly, I could be really wrong. But he made a good point. Is like, okay, so Charlotte and Rhea had probably hands down the best pure wrestling match of WrestleMania, which I think we both said was probably the best, like, you know, bell-to-bell yeah, the wrestling best, like, match. actual wrestling yeah. match for sure. Um, and Christian basically said that this is going to be a rivalry that extends over a few years. And I was like, what? What are you talking about here? And he basically explained it as like, this is going to be one of those things that like we revisit every now and again. And they're going to trade wins. So like in two years, they'll be two and two. In three years, they'll be three and three or something like that. And they're always going to be the kind of counterparts to each other that they can never quite get an advantage on, but they always kind of go back and forth with the wins. And he's like, Charlotte winning, beating Rhea now. Rhea's going to beat Charlotte. Then in a few years, they'll be wrestling for the Raw Women's title, the SmackDown Women's title. They'll be wrestling at other different events and stuff like that. And it'll just be kind of one of those those feuds that never end, but also never continue the kind of deals. And I was like, oh, that kind of makes a lot of sense. He said, why would you have the baby face Rhea Ripley just 
beat Charlotte right now. You have it build and you have it kind of go, you have layers and then you have stars. He goes, Rhea Ripley is like, what, 24 years old, 23 years old. She said she's going to be. She's literally like our age. And it's like, she's going to be around for years and years and years. Charlotte is going to be around for years and years and years. Um, And I was like, well, that makes honestly a lot of sense. Leave it to, leave it to the professionals to actually make sense. (laughs) Yeah. um, It's just. No, I I get it for sure. And I like that because I see a lot of sort of – Charlotte and Rhea are both alphas. Like Rhea was the alpha of NXT, Mm -hmm. NXT UK, and then NXT. It's just how her character is. And Charlotte is – you know, it's a different character, but it's the same sort of mentality where it's like, you know, I am the top. You have to step to me. And so they – you know, you can't have – you can't have two alphas. So if they're going to be in the same show, one of them is going to have to – knock off the other yeah um i i'm really i i'm i'm happy with how it's progressing we'll see how it all kind of goes um with everything with charlotte um i want to talk to you about becky for a minute um my girl okay um i'm a little confused with with the man if you will um so she's not on the Money in the Bank poster. She wasn't on Raw this week. She doesn't look like she's having a Raw Women's title match at Money in the Bank. Um, I don't really know what's going on with Becky here because she, had, she beat Shayna, obviously, at WrestleMania, and then they kind of half-continued their feud, and then it was kind of like, okay, someone's going to win Money in the Bank, and, you know, they're going to come at me. And then it was just kind of like, okay, is, is it more so Becky is just having a little bit of, like, a break? Or is it that, do they really not have enough depth within Raw for someone to go at her when there's money in the bank going on? Well, I think it, it's probably a little bit of both. I, I remember reading something that like Becky and Seth were, were going to take a break after Mania. I don't know if, it doesn't appear that Seth actually is well, considering, he's fight, in yeah. WWE, <laughs> considering he's in the WWE title match at Money in the Bank. But, you know, maybe Becky actually did. Maybe Becky is taking a little time off. But... I'm glad you, you pointed out the the money in the bank poster because I noticed that too when I saw it. That was my first that was my first reaction. I was like, oh, you have all the other champions up there, like right in, right in the center. Charlotte's and Becky's on there. not like... there. Charlotte's on there. You would think that's Becky's spot, right? Mm. And that's weird because I feel like even if they didn't have her, like, even if they weren't planning on having her defend at the pay per view. Why would they leave her off the poster entirely? They wouldn't do that for anybody else. I don't know why they like, they wouldn't do that. I'm sure we've had. I'm sure you know. I, I don't have a poster list in front of me, but I'm sure if you went back, you'd find plenty of people on posters where they weren't actually on the yeah, card. Absolutely, it is weird. It's a little weird. Um, and I also don't think this is the time to. I mean, I guess you could make it make sense where, in a way, you could say something like this. You could say. Becky just beat literally like the Becky beat like the last person standing. So she may as well, you know, just regroup and take some time to herself while the rest of the roster sort of figures itself out. But I also think that you make a point about the depth. I, it's like, I, who else is there? You know <laughs> I mean? I don't, I, 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 I'm honestly surprised we're not getting like a, a rematch of just straight up Shayna and Becky, you know, with the way Becky won at WrestleMania sort of just rolling her up. Um, it lends itself to a rematch. Unless, you can I'm, tell a story. I, tell I, a story there. You can say Shayna's even hungrier now. I still think Shayna should be the one to take the belt off Becky, and I don't think Shayna is a fit for the Money in the Bank, like the Money in the Bank either. I think that's kind of a weird thing to do. Yeah, I mean, obviously, there's still more two more spots to be. I think Lacey and uh, Banks are fighting this week for a spot. I'd assume that Sasha would get in there, but I mean, I mean, it could go to Lacey. E- easily and then there's another spot from SmackDown to be filled which I would guess would probably go to someone like Mella or like maybe like there's a Sonya and Mandy are kind of busy um obviously Tamina is going for the SmackDown women's title with Bailey um yeah let's get no I think it sucks because I think Mandy or Sonya would be a perfect fit oh I think oh can we talk about Sonya Deville for a minute Oh, you seen that promo, didn't you? Yeah, you absolutely. Seen, oh my god, absolutely. Sonya so, Deville came out to fight. Like she came out to play. Like she, it seemed like she had had that in for a little while, and it's like that to yeah. me was not a scripted pro. Well, maybe there was somewhat script, but she was speaking from. Yeah, it wasn't. It. it wasn't like it wasn't like a totally reading off the script type of thing. I, and 
as much as I love Sonya, as much as good as Sonya and Mandy were together, and as evident as it is that they're very good friends in real life, I think Sonya's probably, and, you can, and Mandy probably was, I bet they both were like just chomping at the bit to get this opportunity. Mm. And Sonya, yeah, Sonya went out, and I've, I've been a Sonya fan for a while, and I've been waiting, I've been clamoring for the breakup because I think Sonya's destined for bigger and better, although I now think Mandy also is destined for bigger and better. Maybe She did different. play her part well, by the way. Not dis- She actually did play her, they played their parts very well, but Sonya really took that segment by the balls. Yeah, Sonya literally just stuck stuck you know stuck a fork in her she was done mm-hmm. uh, it was no it was great and i think yeah it's like on one hand you, you kind of want one of them to be in money in the bank because you kind of you know putting one of them in there i think makes them one of the favorites i'd say yeah they on the other a hand a lot of love for that especially sonya but like they both i seen them both like well that whole segment was just really well why is this like the best thing in at least the best thing on the main roster at the moment is this story because it just, it's just been us. so it's there's been an so well done. There's an emotional investment here that there you can't. I don't think there is anywhere else. Honestly, like we we le- these characters, Otis, Tucker, Mandy, Sonya, even Dolph to an extent, are characters that like we could sort of invest in and we would sort of resonate with emotionally. Yeah. And it's like, you know, it's it's playing out like a like almost like a soap opera, it's but like great. in a good way. And it's like it's it's entertaining. It's a little cheesy, but it's very entertaining. And there, you know, we have stakes, I think. We we have emotional stakes in everybody involved here. Mm-hmm. Where I don't think you could say that with like pretty much any other storyline except maybe Drew McIntyre, but like before he won the title. And I I just think that yeah, I I think that they 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 realized early on that they had something with this whole story, and I think they I you know I'll give the writers credit where it's due. They seem to have poured a lot of effort mm. and time and you know love into this storyline to make it work because yeah. this could have gone awry oh at a lot God. of different. Things. It could have went this could have so gone, bad. <laughs> this could have gone so, so wrong. And this Mandy, could have in, yeah, Mandy like actually pitched this story. She said in an interview the other day, she's like, I went to Vince and said. Otis and me have always had like a, just a friendly chemistry and he's always been kind of not like she said this in a completely non creepy way. He would be like, Oh, you're my peach and stuff like just as a friend, you know, just making jokes. She said, you should put that on television. And Vince was like, eh, okay, whatever. She said two weeks later, I was in a storyline with Otis. Um, and I, honestly, I think this kind of went, this story went low key under the radar for a hot minute. And then they realized, Oh, this is gaining a lot of traction. And then they were like, okay, let's do something with it. And now, well, they're all, who would ever thought we'd be cheering for Mandy Rose? You know, she's know, in heel, but I want to cheer her now. Yeah, and I'm so glad that I, I, I'm glad they went this route. I, I think, you know, there are characters that you, you seem to be destined to be one side of the heel face spectrum. But I'm a fan of giving everyone a chance to do a little bit of everything. Like, I don't Dude. like the idea of career heels, career faces. I think, you know, I think you got to try everything. And I, I did want to root for – I wanted to root for Mandy, and I wanted to root for love. You know, I wanted to root for love. <laughs> I wanted to root for Mandy and Otis. And I was so convinced that they were going to they were gonna pull the rug out from under me and you know, either Otis was going to lose at Mania or, you know, Tucker was going to screw him or someone, someone was going to screw him and it was going to be Dolphin, Dolphin, Mandy celebrating. And, I, and the fact that they didn't do that is – it is just remarkable to me. I'm very, I'm pleasantly surprised they didn't do something sort of underhanded there. Uh, but I mean, yeah, it easily but, still could go. Mandy. Could, oh yeah. I mean, it has to, I mean, it ha- something has to turn at some point. Like, you know, someone's going to stab somebody in the back and that'll be fine when it happens, but I'm glad Otis and Mandy got their WrestleMania moments. And I'm glad that now Sonya's getting her career making moment right, right now. Moment. And I've never been more excited to see a mixed tag match in my life. <laughs> like, I'm like, I'm genuinely yeah. like, yes, please. I mean, just like, you know, the, the WWE's track record of mixed tag matches, especially recently, because we don't see them very often. Um, obviously, you had Bobby and Lana and Rusev and Liv, which didn't really do anything. Uh, before that, I couldn't even tell you the last the last mixed tag that wasn't part of the mixed match challenge. I you'd probably have to go back to like 
well, that well, the Lacey, <laughs> Lacey, and and Barry. oh yeah, you're right. That was good, actually. That was. I that mean, was really I, I know good. a lot of actually, I know a lot of people didn't like that. I, I did. loved that match. I thought it was really, really well. Done. I thought. I thought, and I, I still see this clip circulating on Twitter sometimes, and I watch it every time. I stop to watch it every time. When Baron Corbin sticks Becky with the end of days, oh, yeah. and then turns and looks at Seth and says, what are you going to do about it, you piece of shit? <laughs> Great stuff. Yeah, but that was that was like the last like big mix yeah, match. Yeah, um, the, the only thing I could think of was uh, another one that I was like, pretty enjoyable. This is going back to WrestleMania 33 when you had Cena and Nikki versus Miz and Maurice. Oh yeah, and then Ronda and uh, Angle. Oh yeah, and then, oh yes, that was, like a, that was one of the matches of the year. Like literally, that was just... say, literally the be- the best match at WrestleMania 34 was a random mixed tag match that was only supposed to. It was only supposed to be Ronda's debut. I don't think they expected it to be much more, and it turned really into good. just this ridiculous thing. Really, really, really good match. Um, but yeah, I'm just genuinely like keen as all hell, and not for the actual like I'm keen to see them work. Yeah, sure, but I just want to see them brawl. <laughs> like I just want to see yeah, them tear each other apart. Yeah, you don't, you don't, you're not, you're not sitting down and saying, all right, this is gonna be like a, a mat classic, a technical wizardry sort of thing. It's just, it's not gonna be a lot of, you know, it's gonna be a lot of punch in and brawling, and that's fine. That there's a place in wrestling for that. Even still, I know. A lot of people's sensibilities have sort of shifted now that we get more varieties and more, you know, the high flying, the technical stuff. We get, we see more of that now, I'd say, um, especially outside the WWE. But there's definitely a place in wrestling for just a good old fashioned fist fight, you know, that that's, you know, it's, it's arguably, it's the most realistic of any wrestling form. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I, I'm super keen for all of that. Money in the Bank is. Looking pretty good. I'm excited to see Seth and Drew just because they've wrestled in the past. We know it'll be good, and it's a good like first program for Drew with the championship. It really, it really is because a win over Seth is a big win. So he's, yeah. a, he's a former champion. He's he's always been at he's been at the top of the card for years now. You know, even when he's not a champ, he's always right there. That's going to be a good win for Drew. Mm-hmm. Uh, and God, oh God, I just I can't believe I've actually seen people and. In, in particular, what culture, whom I don't really pay attention to unless they're brought to my attention. Me too. But literally people saying, like, are, is Drew McIntyre the next Roman Reigns? Yeah, the dude's had I the was belt like, for, I seen that on the YouTube. The dude's had the belt for two weeks, and we were all really, really happy what two weeks ago. culture used to be great, and then um, they became kind of shills and kind of, like, shells of themselves. Yeah, and I, like, I don't – Cultaholic you know, is where I'm at, but – yeah, I don't really pay. Well, didn't like most of the good people from what yeah, culture they all go left. To talk? Yeah, so like as a result, you know, you just you know, I remember what culture pro wrestling was great, but that was also before Cultaholic, so you still had the main personalities. Yeah, I I watch anyway. Cultaholic. Cultaholic don't you know? They're just honest with their stuff. Like what culture seemed to make a lot of clickbait and a lot of like stuff that'll be like to get people to talk about them, which is just kind of sad. I don't yeah. watch any of that like you, unless it's brought to my attention or I see it pop up in my YouTube, you know, algorithm. Um, I'm like, I don't ever click on it. I never watch them. I'm just like, really? Yeah. You're going to. Yeah. I didn't watch this video. I just saw, literally, I just saw the, the headline there, the, the title, I guess. And that's, it speaks to your point. It's just clickbait. And honestly, like if they're trying to get people to watch them, this is the first I've heard anyone mention what culture in like two years. So yeah, it's not working. Whatever they're doing is not working. But yeah, I saw that and was just like, you know. That's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. Uh-huh. To, to to the credit of pretty much, it was pretty much universally just shouted down. Though, like it wasn't like it wasn't really a controversial like a split take. I think everyone was pretty much like that's a stupid thing to say. But McIntyre, yeah, McIntyre's had the belt for like two weeks. You had this great story for him to get there. You, you, he got the title, and now he's done. Yeah, you know, I I watch I didn't watch Raw, but I I, I saw clips from you know he, he wrestled Angel Garza right, yeah, and he did that he I and he does that that tope over oh, the top rope. He's, he's like- so he's so big, mm-hmm. like like I'm impressed when Roman Reigns does it, and Drew McIntyre is bigger than Roman Reigns. He's a big he's a big lad, and. And it's great. It was graceful, and he like it wasn't like clunky or anything. And he's just like he's he's. And I've said this since he sort of turned, I guess he unofficially turned face at the Rumble. 
but he's really just seems to be enjoying himself. He's you know he's he's cutting better promos. I think he's more focused in the ring, and I, and I just think that he's just doing a lot better since the Rumble, and that makes sense because he's been put on a trajectory to to the top. So I I would be doing great too if I was getting pushed to win the WWE title. Oh yeah, but he, he really seems to be doing his best work right now. So I don't understand how anyone could look at that and be like, oh, he's Roman Reigns now because he has the belt. Oh. If that's your mindset, then like no one should ever be champion. Nope. Um, you you brought up Angel Garza, and I do. I would we would be silly not to talk about Zelina Vega and her l- little stable that she's got going on here. Um, Austin Theory, Andrade, and Angel Garza. Um, an Austin Theory is very odd in there, but it all works really well. And Zelina yeah, is great. I, it's just, oh, she's so great, and it's like it's putting the art back into having a valet. I think that's yeah. kind of a lost art in wrestling oh yeah because we don't managers really died out for a while there you know the you know you have obviously with Heyman with Brock right yeah and other than that for the longest time it was like you know there really wasn't a lot of straight up managers yeah Lana with Rusev was was pretty good for a while there but then they sort of you know she sort of took like a different role uh Zelina is really like Zelina is really great at what she's doing right now she's a she's just she's got these boys whipped into shape Mm -hmm. she's devious and cunning and smart and like she talks so well that she puts everything she just puts everything in so eloquently when she i love listening to her on commentary because she she gives it the the back and forth she has is great and and not only that this bad b is all over raw all over raw (laughs) Like oh yeah everywhere in a good way well that's the thing is because like you could that's you could have her in so many places because you, you you obviously you could just run you know like a six-man tag with garza theory and andrade but you could also separate them and have do, them do different things and that is what i like it harkens back to like you ever watch like an old wrestlemania where you know there's a couple examples but like you see jimmy hart come out with one guy and then two matches later, he'll come out with somebody else, and yes. it's a completely different storyline. But he's still there. Yeah. You could do that with Zelina right now. You could have these. You could have her, 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 her hands here doing different things. But at the end of the day, they're all under one umbrella. They don't have to be like a tag team, like, like you, like you see a lot. You know, it, I, I think that, uh, I think that what they're doing with her is like perfect. And yeah, it's good that these guys are all over Raw because they're really, really good. Yeah. And they're all working, and uh, I'll happily eat my words on saying that Austin Theory doesn't fit on the main roster because it's been, what, a month or two? Not even, probably a month. And he's fit well because of this stable. I, they don't have a name or anything like that, and I'm not fussed about that, but um, it's just all worked. Yeah, I, don't really think, good. I don't even think, I think that actually kind of makes it better that they're not like a, they're not necessarily a stable or as they're like just clients of a manager. You know? Yeah, they're just, like, why, why, they're, they're individuals who all work for the same person. Yeah, and I like that Zelina's in charge of these dudes. These, you know, oh, yeah. and they're all different. And, like, you've got someone like Austin Theory, who's, what, 22 years old, 23 years old, and just looks exactly like if you, like, close your eyes and, like, what do you want my – I'm going to put together a, a WWE superstar. It's like you wouldn't really have too much else lo- looking other than Austin Theory. Like, he just kind of looks the part. Um, and then you've got Andrade, who's the United States champion. A, a fantastic in-ring worker, and then Angel Garza, who's on the same level as Theory, is like that Latin face. He could be a baby face one day because he's just genuinely like he's just a very good-looking person, and he's just like that stare. Like he's just everything just works. It's just all the puzzles all fit together, and then you got Zelina, who is a fantastic talker and can go toe to toe in the microphone with the top talent. Like it just all it's just a it's just a perfect formula that's just kind of working unexpectedly <laughs> yeah i mean i wouldn't have yeah i wouldn't have guessed that i always sort of had zelina earmarked this is just like andre I, I figured it was gonna go it would be zelina and andrade zelina and andrade they would eventually split up and then zelina would do in-ring work because she's a pretty good in-ring i think i, don't, I think she's a, a fine in-ring she's worker okay. she's very small obviously but that's not the worst thing in the world but I, I, I definitely love what they're doing, adding more people to the group. And, you know, like I said, now not making it necessarily a group, just, you know, clients. A collective, clients, a collective clients of people. Clients and the manager. And clients and the manager. Yeah, yeah. It, she's, yeah she's, she's great. I'm, I'm, she has been 
an absolute revelation since she arrived way back in like it feels like forever ago now when she showed up uh, in NXT and Andrade had no no career direction. arc or direction whatsoever. They didn't know what to do with him. He was so talented, but no one like they had him coming out with the hat on and being a baby face and no one liked him. Like there's no one wanted to root for this guy. And then Zelina showed up and he was NXT champion like a couple weeks later. Yep. And I'm have just I'm all for it. It's it's um I I did have that in my head as something I wanted to talk about this week. So I'm glad we got that checked off the list because um I'm just impressed. I've been thoroughly and I actually this is really weird to say like Raw ended on Tuesday for me and come to an end and like for the most part people were actually like I really enjoyed Raw and I was like what what's going on? People are enjoying a WWE product and not there's still people not liking it of course but. Raw has been consistently really good. Like, it hasn't felt like that three-hour drag that sometimes it can feel like. Um, it's it's felt, in a no-crowd era, they're, they're doing a really good job. Like, they're just, it and actually, we're missing people like AJ Styles, Kevin Owens, yeah, Randy that's Orton, the thing Edge, is, you know, you're, they're all gone. You're operating with roughly half the brand, half the roster, I'd say. You know, that's why... I mean, that's, you know, that, that, but that affords someone like Zelina Vega to be all over the show. You know, if, yeah, if Orton, Edge, Styles, all these guys are there, you're not going to see as much of, of Zelina or her, her stable, you know, so it's good in a way. I mean, uh, do I wish that we got to see a Hedge and Orton and Styles and all them? Yeah, I love those guys, but, you know, Styles is dead and <laughs> Edge and, Edge and well, Orton are did, also. I will, I will come out and say he did come out on his Mixer gaming stream and he's like, I am alive. Um, which is a, I mean, which is nice. AJ Styles is alive, um, but kayfabe, this guy dead, and yeah, he's 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 dead. Yeah, he's a dead person, and that's <laughs> that sucks because he's so good. In the famous like, words of Ronda Rousey, wrestling is fake. Yeah, you know, I am just. I don't I, as much as I, 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 I it almost sounds like I'm contradicting myself because earlier I earlier said I, I like that sort of wink wink nudge nudge style where they sort of pull the curtain back a little bit. I don't like it when Ronda Rousey just comes out and says that wrestling is fake for a storyline because I do believe it. I believe that, she's working right. Oh, like oh, I, I, she's got us like puppet on a string here. Like she's got the whole yeah. world. I understand that it's a work, that, and I'm not fussed with. Anything she said, I'm really honestly not. I'm pretty much like, it's fine. It's we we know what wrestling is anyway. It's not like she's saying anything we don't know. But the problem is, if you're working this into a story and you're a heel and you get beat, does that mean you just lost a fake fight? And you're meant to make me believe that you just lost that when you're telling us that if this was a real fight, you'd be dead if you're if you're doing this all this time. So wait, so. How do you, how does someone look bad? How does someone look good in this situation? Because the face beating you, it's just a fake fight, so it doesn't matter really. That's what she's telling us. But if she wins, does that also mean she's winning a fake fight? So why does it matter? Yeah, I mean, it means she won a fake fight. Why should we care? That's the thing. That's why you can't. I don't think you could go this route. Is it's really you're, hard you're, to work yourself out. Yeah, you're this. setting yourself up to look bad no matter what. Like. You want a fake fight? Who cares? You lost a fake fight? Oh, that's not that's not a good look. Like it, it I don't think there's a, a good way to really do it with with that. Which is which is why I wish they weren't. I wish that they weren't really doing. This. However, I didn't mind it. However, but, a lot of people are talking about Ronda. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> any hate is good hate, I guess. That's what I said that, that's true. I yeah. Wherever I, yeah, it leads to, wherever it leads to, whether it's. Obviously, a lot of people had comments on it. Nia Jax is someone that probably shouldn't have said what she said just because of her history, like we talked about before. Yeah, that's the thing. Is like Nia's Nia's like the wrong person to speak up about. Like literally, safe any other back. woman could have said it and would have been like, "Yeah, fuck yeah." But Nia, like, just, just I understand yeah. what you're doing. Just it comes off as like it, it, it comes off as a little like you know, critical, painfully unself-aware and a little. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, a little disingenuous, honestly. Like, like yikes! Like, I don't like, like, I don't like to, you know, I don't like to play the unsafe card. But you know, Naya has multiple instances where she's 
been a little reckless and mm-hmm. reckless and is the it, perfect it, word to use i don't like yeah i don't, I don't like think to say unsa- i don't like to say unsafe because it, it implies that you're like stepping into the ring and you're gonna get like murdered and she could be a little, yeah that. she could be a little careless Care- reckless and careless is a just not yeah. realizing like we said before but yeah um i mean wherever it leads to i it's not like i'm not going to be watching i if she's if she's <laughs> trying to sell me on a on a, a wrestling match what ronda's doing is working because oh, I'm gonna watch Ronda Rousey every time she steps into the ring because I don't I, think she's had like a bad match yet. I think everything she does in the ring is great. Yep, I, I never disliked Ronda ever. She pissed I just me off with that, some like, things, but like yeah, she, I never. I disliked think that Ronda. if you if you if you do you know you could just you could think that Nia is just speaking out to defend everybody, or you could think that she's speaking out as part of a storyline. I really hope they're not going with another Ronda Nia match because like I don't think anyone wants to root for either of them. <laughs> That's the problem there is that I think they're just well, you could do it in a fanless environment. That's true. There's there's no one to there's no one to not root for them. So <laughs> you really throw a lot of, you really throw a lot of things that you thought you knew about wrestling out the window with with the fanless environment. You could do so many different like the the the, the creative shackles are almost off or at least loosened in a way. Yeah. Um I we're living in weird times. That's for sure. Oh, for sure. Um well, that Well, use your favorite word, unprecedented. Ugh, spew. A great place to end um, this <laughs> episode, to be completely honest. Uh, I don't know how we do that. Like, we just talk for 50 minutes with no plan. We just talk about well, random shit. Really? Yeah, I mean, all you, all you have to do is, like, say a name. or It's, it's almost like word association. <laughs> like, you could have literally got on the mic. You could have said, all right, uh, 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 Mark Jindrak. And we probably could have talked for a while about Mark Jindrak, even though I'll, I'll admit I don't know much about him. I don't know where I got that name from. The guy but... that was almost in Evolution. We could have talked about That's that. That's true. That's true. The guy who almost was in Evolution. And Jesus Christ, I can't imagine Evolution. He was going to be in Batista's spot, right? Like, as the, yeah. sort of the enforcer. Yeah. Yeah, that just, you know, I think I think we got the better end of that. <laughs> Yeah, well, I agree. Um, see, we're already doing it. We could talk about that for twenty minutes, but um, it's yeah, I don't know. I like these episodes. Of course, I love planned episodes and what we do, but I I just genuinely like to do this because I literally we're not pulling anyone's leg here. This isn't a work, guys. I literally messaged Kevin twenty minutes before we recorded and said, "I know what we're going to talk about, but we're going to talk." <laughs> yeah, we're oh, we're shooting from the hip here, brothers. Mm. Mm, no, we don't, we don't let ourselves get worked. In, we don't let ourselves get worked into a shoot like the marks. No, where um, where I don't know what I was going to say, but cool. Yeah, agreed. Sure. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, I have nothing. That, to okay, I, before one last thing I want to say is that I, I don't even know if this is real. This could have been a, a completely doctored tweet or a completely doctored screen grab. But I saw, did, did Ronda t- really tweet something about like basically saying like, don't work yourselves into a shoot brothers. Yeah. Oh yeah, she did. She, and she was beating <laughs> up a, a Hulk Hogan, like big, you know, those like, um, those hidden bear things that were like, they were like shaped in, they're hard to describe without you looking at a picture of them, but they're like, they're like little bears and you like bash them and they're in the shape of like, there was one for ultimate warrior and there was one. for Yeah. I, I get what you're saying. Yeah. And she was, she was beating it up and throwing it against the wall. So don't work yourself into a shoot, brother. And she's made this tweet and she was like, she was like, when you work yourself into a shoot, so therefore it's a work, but it's also a shoot and you've shoot yourself into a work and now it's a work and now it's a shoot again or some shit like that. And I was like, Rhonda has just got us all, in the palm of her hand, she's oh, like, yeah, Ronda, Ronda's literally just playing chess right now while the rest of us are playing. And like, even if she was telling the fingers. truth at the start, we've gone so far into it that we don't know if she's working us now. Yeah, it's, 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 it, oh, it, it's, she loves it's pro working. wrestling. That's the thing that I always remember with Ronda is she had videos of her crying about how much she misses wrestling. And, um, she did, if you actually listen to that podcast, I think it was with Johnny Knoxville, I want to say. I think she was on that podcast. Yeah, well, it was with Johnny Knoxville. I remember because yeah. I thought that was the weirdest combination of people. She actually said, she goes, if you actually listen to this, that everyone's taking that one little bit where she said, like, fuck fans and all that kind of jazz. But he actually said, she actually says, 
I love wrestling. I love being in the ring. I love the performance. I love all the girls that I worked with. I love absolutely everything about wrestling, except for the ungrateful people that, like, as soon as I said one little thing, they're like, you cannot wrestle. Not booing me. She said, I didn't care about getting booed. I was a heel. I meant to get booed. But she goes, why is it that when you you now, in this world of wrestling, when you turn or when you say something that annoys people, it's automatically they find everything you're doing wrong and they cancel you and they expose you. Set a heel in 2001 was not getting quote unquote cancelled like I was in 2020. And I was like, you do raise a good point because Yo, as soon as someone it, everyone hates wrestling, you and you're terrible fans, at wrestling. Wrestling fans friggin' suck. Yeah, Honestly, can, yeah. nowadays they do. I'd say, like, because you the have world this sucks though, dude. Like the world is oh, such a oh, that's, fair. that's fair. That's, that's super fair. Can- cancel culture is one of the worst things I've ever seen. Yeah, so you do the it, slightest it, little bit that doesn't agree with someone, and then it's just like done. It's crazy, and like every literally every day, I hop on Twitter and I see something trending to the effect of like so and so is over party or some dumb shit like I, that. But it's literally so easy to find like one little thing about somebody. Maybe it's not even like it's like a half truth or it's something you've twisted, and it's so easy to take that and just blow it up. Yep. And people latch on to it because people believe everything they friggin' see. And you know, if you go from you, you can go like in a matter of hours, you could just literally you could be getting vilified, and that's what happened to Ron. It was like overnight, it seemed. People just started hate. Like no one hated on her when she started. No one was like after that WrestleMania match. No one was like, "Oh, you can't wrestle." I don't know, really even. I can't even pinpoint when it started, but it's someone, it was, someone, it somewhere. Was the, it like, was when she started feuding with Becky, and that was when Becky was so hot that they were like, "To go for Becky, we must have to discredit everything Ronda Rousey yeah. has ever done." And that was the. I think that's where it all stemmed from, in my opinion. But she, yeah, if you actually look at that whole. People, if for the people that are like really worked up about what Rhonda said, fine. But go and actually listen to that podcast. She talks about how she loves wrestling and how she's been a fan of it since she was nine years old. And she's like, I've always wanted to be in this world. Um, and she never, she even said in the post, she goes, I understand that wrestling is incredibly difficult on your body when you're doing it 300 plus days a year. It's not like she wasn't, she wasn't saying this. She, she just said, at the end of the day, she did use the word fake, and I don't necessarily like that word when it comes to wrestling because I don't think it is fake. It is predetermined, and people are still putting their bodies on the line. However, what she said was not theoretically wrong. Really. No, I don't like the I don't like the wording, and I don't like the idea of even of just even implying. Yeah, I know obviously no one's being fooled anymore. But I don't like the idea of using wrestling being fake for story. No, but I, I, I also genuinely believe that she wouldn't have done that if she didn't have like the blessing of the workers and the upper and you know everyone. I, I, I think she has. I don't. I don't think she's like out on an island saying this stuff. No, and at the end of the day, though, we all got to remember that Ronda Rousey is a bigger name than pretty much everybody within the WWE. I know yes. that's a horrible thing to say as someone who loves wrestling as much as I do, but besides oh, like a few like, of the big Everyone names, knows who Ronda Rousey is. Ronda Rousey is a household name, and people are going to pay more attention when Rousey's there than when she isn't, so... Oh, yeah, I could tell you like offhand, just so many people I know that like, they don't like wrestling, but when Ronda showed up at the Rumble back in 2018, everyone was like, oh, shit. And when people when she was having a WrestleMania match, people were like, oh, how do I tune in? I'm like, exactly. pay the money. And I understand, again, I, I'm on wrestling fan side. I don't like that word either, but at the end of the day, she wasn't saying anything that we didn't know. Yeah, it wasn't like she was. <laughs> it wasn't like she was. She wasn't like just tearing down the wall. The wall is pretty much torn down. We, I know, see, I just, we like, see 24s every other week, and it's like, um, yeah, I, I love this person. He's them hugging after they had this match. Like, I understand what yeah. wrestling is. I'm not sure. That shit I like. I, 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 I like to see the behind the scenes but, stuff. But, but, I, don't but, mind, I don't mind that we're exposed to that. It's just like, you know. But what's the difference, really? At the end of the day, it's just. Uh, it's just that, like, you know. That's, it, it that's, just that's telling you, she's telling you wrestling is fake and that's showing you wrestling is fake really it just it, it just feels different when it's like blatant like like I just little being put right in your face and i agree i i at the end of the day i don't like the wording either however just remember what context that she was saying this in and then 
this is not to you directly, Kevin, but just the people that were like, better watch it's like, just take it in what, actually listen to what she said. And Rhonda knows the business and it's clear that she has an eye for wrestling because she understands how to work people. And in this day and age, it's hard to work people. We don't know whether yeah. she's telling the truth or whether she's working. That's the best kind of story to me. However, I do agree with the word fake. It's not necessarily what she should be saying. But I, I'm I'm so on the fence with it, as you can tell. Um, but now I can kind of wrap up this episode as we um, talk about Rhonda again, but I'm not fussed at all because I'll talk about that in length any time. Um, but yeah, I have nothing to plug this week, to be completely honest. Just continue listening to the network and everything else like that. I had different kind of episodes this week um, on the network and it's been fun to kind of do different stuff. And I'll pose the question to everybody who didn't listen to the Josh Robinson show. What do you want? What do you want from this network? What do you want from these shows? Is there ideas? Is there certain people you'd like to hear on these shows? Is there, you know, I, 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 without you guys listening and without you guys kind of telling me what you guys want, I don't really know. I'm not a mind reader. So do you want more of Wait, the same? What? I know I'm not a mind reader. I know it's crazy. Oh, shit. Um, um, do you want more I'll, of the same? I'll, just, I'll, I'll echo what uh, our buddy Mags, I think he tweeted this because you he, he posed this question. And uh, yeah, I do like, you know, as much as I love talking about wrestling and I love talking about wrestling and this is a, this is like the goat show. This is, you know, I, I, I you put out a poll. Well, what's your favorite uh, show on the Josh Robinson network? And I may or may not have voted three, three times for wrestling <laughs> reverb. Uh, but I also love, and this isn't just you. I, that this is something that I love hearing about. This is, and this is why I like the Josh Robinson show. Cause you have guests on and I get to hear a lot of people talk about their lives outside of wrestling. Mm-hmm. And that's really interesting to me. Cause they, there's so many people in this little community we've got that I only know through the lens of professional wrestling, you know, and I don't, it's so it's refreshing to hear people talk about their lives, talk about their interests, their hobbies, their shit, you know, shit like that outside of wrestling, you know, it's because, you know, wrestling isn't the whole world (laughs) as much as I like to, as much as I wish it was. Sometimes we all have lives outside of this shit. And it is cool to get to know people like that, you know? So, like, yeah, that's that's that, and that's what Mags sort of said in his yeah. tweet. He likes to know more about you, you know, Sans wrestling. And I, I, I echo that for sure. I definitely like to hear more about your shit. Uh, and I definitely don't want you to make more TikToks, but I understand they make you happy. So do what you want. I'm fucking never stopping making TikToks. Um, I would like to let everybody know I went to sleep last night with 62 followers and I woke up with 84. So That's, oh God, they're, they're feeding happening. the, they're feeding the meter. That is your ego. Shit is happening. I'm getting consistently more views. I'm like, oh bitch, I'm getting over and I'm loving it. So, um, oh my God. um it's just like the favorite part of my, <laughs> Isn't that sad? Uh, the favorite part That's of my day is seeking validation from people I don't fucking know. <laughs> oh, like we all don't do that. Oh, I, I fucking do that. And you know, in 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 this in this era we are in, um, TikTok success is like literally all you could do. <laughs> really, you can't Honestly. really go anywhere. <laughs> it's like, well, I may as well just do this dumbass dance because I got nothing else to do. Um, yeah, so you, just, you know, you make use of the space. Yeah, well, I, I'll constantly, I consistently do that. So don't worry, they're not going anywhere. Um, but yeah, I, 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 I'm gonna do. I have plans and stuff to do more things. I was just genuinely like asking because I'm like, what do people like to hear? I don't know because one thing could be great for me to do, but I don't necessarily know if it makes a good podcast. You know what I mean? Like sometimes great ideas. I've had many ideas. Where I'm like, this is a great idea, but it would be a horrible podcast. Like just because it just doesn't, doesn't fit. So more stuff outside of the wrestling world is what I'm hearing. And I do that with the Josh Robinson show a lot anyway, but I think, more yeah, that's, and- that's why, that's just sort of why I figured the Josh Robinson show started in the first place was because yeah. you wanted to talk about more, some more non-wrestling stuff. And it's great that it's, you know, you went from, you had one show, you had two shows, now you have like four or five shows, yeah. and it's good. And it's good. It's good because like, I'm not saying I'm not saying this like as a joke. I genuinely think we all need a little bit more Josh Robinson in our lives. Oh, look at that! So you know, damn. So 
I don't think anyone's complaining that we get, you know, we get more shows. We get this versus Josh. We get brothers in law. You know, we get all this good shit. Uh, I don't think anyone's complaining. Yeah, I make and, a lot know, of content. If, I, I, if they, <laughs> and honestly, if they're complaining, I, I don't understand it because like it's literally as easy as not listening to a show. Like, yeah, it's and, not like, and I, like the good thing about like it's being streamed into your ears. You no, know, like, I'm not you, forcing anyone to listen to it. And also, the best thing, the reason I created this network is because. I understand, like, not everybody wants to listen to every show, but they can kind of pick what they want to listen to. And you're still getting yeah. me, and I'm still kind of stroking my own ego. So <laughs> it's working yeah, for that's me. Yeah, the thing. It's like, you, 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 you could literally pick and choose what you want to listen to. And that's the thing about, I guess, this, just this medium we're, we have here is that you could literally, there's so many, there's so much variety. And that's what the Josh Robinson Network offers, I think, is variety. Because, you know, every show is a little bit different. Obviously, it all circles back to you, but like you know, everything's a little different. You know, a little you get different perspectives. Yeah, obviously, you have you have dits. You have your brother-in-law. You have me. <laughs> uh, obviously, I offer Reverb, the most unique. Don't worry, Kevin. Reverb's always going to be my my baby. I offer my I baby. offer the most unique perspective of any of Josh's counterparts. <laughs> but yeah, there's a lot of variety. So there's a little there's 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 something for everyone. I think that's the best way to reach as many people as possible because mm. you're you're finding new people with each with each new show. Yep, I I agree completely, and um, it's just fun to do. So I'm gonna continue doing it. But um, on that note, I guess this is where we'll say our sayonaras for the day. Um, I hope everyone is living and enjoying what's kind of going on as we're entering this new normal, as it seems. Um, and staying at home and all of that kind of stuff wherever you are in the world i'm sure you're at home um so enjoy enjoy make the most of it like we are for the most part yeah i'd like to make a plea um if you are currently on and i I think i think pretty much everyone is in sort of a similar situation right now we're in quarantine and we're sort of sheltering at home um there's been a lot of at least over here in the states, a lot of protesting going on, like a lot of uh, a lot of people going out and sort of protesting. You know, saying that their freedoms and their rights are being taken away, and they're out in the streets picketing, and they're they're being very unsafe. And I just want everyone to like sort of think about, you know, think about how you would feel if like your re- if you your relatives got sick or someone you love got sick because when you're going out and you're doing this like you could be getting so many people sick right now uh i just want everyone to sort of be safe and be smart yeah i agree completely uh the amount of times i see people on my snapchat just together and i'm like Ugh, no 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 don't do that but um i'll i'll leave it at that that's a perfect spot for the end of this episode stay safe everybody and we'll catch you next friday on Wrestling Reverb. Peace out.